NASCAR returned from its 10-week coronavirus shutdown, and so did golf. But the, did the Deanna Cruz Unfiltered podcast or the crew even care about any of those? No, because we are still <laughs> Zoom casting. Here we are, the four of us united on Zoom. Thanks, Zoom, for sponsoring us or not sponsoring us once again. We're sponsored for the next 40 minutes. <laughs> and then Yeah, and then we have to, what, what our listeners don't know and is that And then we have the we, new sponsorship. Yeah, what our listeners don't know is like we record because I refuse to pay for Zoom. Um, and it's not that expensive, but uh, we record for about 40 minutes and then it knocks us all off. And if you didn't know this, if you re-click on the link, everyone can join the conversation again. So then we just re-click on the link and we rejoin the conversation and Tom hits record and this magically all happens again. And then he edits it. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so, so is NASCAR having races with no one in the stands or what? Yeah, I think it's no one in the stands. Um, and golf is sort of the same way too, but it's something that they can actually put on TV. I'm sure ESPN is excited about it. Didn't ESPN start showing like weird stuff like Korean baseball and stuff? Yeah, yeah, with now Korea is using, um, like, I don't know, they're fake, they're cut out pictures of fans yes. while they're watching the games what? and i've heard that yeah i've seen restaurants i forget where it was i think it was a restaurant in north carolina los angeles uh used blow-up dolls in their restaurant oh, so wow. that yeah so that it looked like it was full but yeah there's one in la that's uh putting mannequins at like all the tables around you so there's like no actual humans very close to you but all the tables that they can't fill with actual humans they're filling with mannequins <laughs> Which is kind of funny. Yeah, it sounds completely fucked up, but I bet they'll sell out all those seats. Yeah, I wonder Mm -hmm. what Seattle's going to do if they're going to do something clever like that. I think it's going to be like restaurants are allowed to open, but only like 30% 30 capacity and at least six feet between all people. Yeah, no, I understand. But I'm wondering if they're going to use cutouts or blow up dolls or something ridiculous. I'm sure some people will have weird senses of humor about it. But most yeah. places will probably just be struggling to pay the bills. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, in this edition, I wanted to talk about being zombied. Um, I know that a lot of times we talk about dating on this episode, and I want to know, have you guys been zombied? And I can see it in your faces right now. It's like, what is zombied? Um, yeah, so, so, I don't, I'm not up with the times on that one. Uh, zombing is... slept the- with a dead person? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> you have, my, my friend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> zombied is the new dating trend during quarantine. Um, and zombies are people who ghosted you. And then after some time has passed, they rise from the dead to hit you up again. This can come in the form of a text, of a DM, of a phone call, or simply matching one another on those dating apps and sending the first message. So that's zombied. So, um, have you guys been zombied? Have you heard from an ex or a past hookup during this quarantine time? So Cindy, I feel like... what? So that's what it is? It's like somebody comes out of the woodwork because we're all quarantined and desperate for some ass? Somebody who was, yeah, who ghosted you, meaning like they completely disappeared um, and you never heard from them, and then they they rise again. So that's zombied. Yeah, I got you. Mm. Yeah. I haven't been fully zombied, but I have been hit up by some exes. Okay. All right. Um, and not like, hey, want to hook up, but just like small talk. And it's like, eh, I don't know why you're messaging me. Like, we don't talk normally. So. Don't you think that they're starting that conversation because to see if it maybe leads, 
into a like, hey, you want to hook up? You know? Yeah, right. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that'd yeah. be my but guess. I'm like, I'm I'm short with my response. Right. So you let them know. You cut them short right away. You're like, oh, okay. You know, thanks. So um, these zombies here. She's a professional zombie killer. she stomps on this she's got the spray the zombie spray to keep to uh, to kill it right there uh no dick pics she's got the zombie radar yeah what about you tech time have you heard from anybody from your past Mm, nobody uh occasionally maybe family will just be like hey it's been a couple weeks what are you up to and it's like oh nothing that's it yeah yeah nobody thank you my phone has been very quiet for the most part all right how about you jester uh this hasn't happened to me but i've uh I've heard from friends who've been having this experience. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's, everybody's desperate. You know, like nobody, you can't really, it's pretty hard to like meet new people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you're desperate for some, you know, physical, physical interaction, it's hard mm-hmm. to meet new people. But, you know, you can reconnect with old people that maybe you were like, oh, that wasn't so good. I don't need to see that person again. But maybe now you're like, eh, maybe I'll give it one more try. Yeah. One of my um, co-workers at the radio station was telling me how she went on her first quarantine uh, date that she met on Hinge. So I was like, wait a second, how did that go? And so she said that they went for a walk, I think. So like, you know, they went for a walk. They were six feet apart and they kind of (laughs) like talked and stuff. And then um, they have a second date and the second date is going to be like a picnic or something or somewhere they're supposed to go to the not beach or something like that so um yeah so there's a follow-up to that but someone who someone else told me i forgot who who, oh now i remember he said that he's been saving a lot of money because he had to to actually pay for anything because nothing's open right so like he'll meet up they'll go for a hike but then like he doesn't have to pay for drinks or food or any of that stuff because there's nothing open that's funny it's true. I think it could go like two ways right now. It's like people are just hanging out because they have nobody else to hang out with or like, so they're like maybe giving somebody like more time than they normally would or a try and they don't really like them. But I think it's also a good opportunity for some of these people to like actually get to know the person and to do things that, that allow you to get to know them more and more of the talking and the texting and like mm-hmm. FaceTiming and what, you know, um, and like, you feel like you build a solid foundation before you even go on the first real date or whatever, you know, and I've heard of a couple good stories like that. I also heard of one today, one of the residents that I work with, um, she's been kind of talking to this person for like a month and, um, and it's been like zoom or, you know, FaceTime. They're doing lots of talking. They talk every day. They text, they've watched, like they've done all the things. I already forgot what she said. One of them is like, you watch a movie at the same time and like you like, Mm -hmm talk about or text about it or something and just all the weird things but then she finally met him this week and she said like his thigh was like as big as her like bicep or her arm you know and he was like as much as like she really liked him she was just like very shocked by how like she said like little in general he was and like um I thought that was interesting. Wow. I was like, you can't gauge that on FaceTime or Zoom. Yeah. Yep. Did she even see when they were um, doing FaceTime or Zoom, like a full body picture of him or it was just the face? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I was like, well, girl, if you liked him, you should probably continue to give him a chance because yes. the people who might, you know, like 
strike you like hit the checkbox for looks or whatever for you won't hit all the other things that he probably does Mm -hmm. it's like it's like almost um doing that that show that was on netflix um the blind love or whatever it was Mm -hmm. um love is blind or love is blind is it i forget um but like you're falling for the person's personality more than a physical attraction you know right yeah but that's what I don't get. I'm like, they were FaceTiming and stuff. Like, I can't, I can't imagine that you would be that surprised by what you look like. Right, right. Maybe she was hoping he was a little bigger, you know? <laughs> I'm sure I've read things about it and seen where some people will jump into the physical side of the relationship first. It's like, they just want to make sure mm-hmm. that is compatible. Like, let's mm-hmm. just, first date, let's just get after it and see how that works. Because the rest of it, I guess you can either learn to be more in touch with or like give them a chance, you know, to be a friend mm-hmm. or whatever. But that I couldn't imagine like developing a relationship with somebody for so long. And then you go to the physical thing and it's just like, that's where there's nothing at all. And in this case, mm-hmm. like, the guy's body type is just not for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well I'm, I'm curious. Funny. I'm curious if they're going to have, if, if it's going to work out, if they're going to have, yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah. I'll let you know. There's just so much that we learn in the first 10 seconds in person that we don't even realize like when it's not even conscious, but like you may think, you know, everything there is to know about a person and then you meet them. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have spent a year on FaceTime and you think you know each other, but then you meet face to face and you learn more in that instant than you learned in a year on FaceTime. I, mm-hmm. I Well, yeah, like especially theory. situations like like how they talk to a server or how they yeah. interact around, you know, like also these other situations. Because I would think doing FaceTime gives you a little more intel than like talking on the phone or texting before you meet somebody. Um, mm-hmm. But... I don't know. I haven't been doing any of that. I'm skeptical of all these uh, quarantine dating stories. Like, I'm sure there are some people, like especially nurses, medical professionals. I'm sure if they're doing any dating, then they're being very careful about it. But everyone else, I I can't imagine that they're keeping up the social distancing. Like, if there's chemistry, maybe you know that first date is socially distanced. But then if there's chemistry, I imagine that all the precautions go out the window pretty quick. Mm. Well, I mean, like, you're not allowed to not, I mean, you're you're not supposed to, like, not ever have sex, like, if you're both being... Right, I'm not saying they're breaking the law, I'm just saying all these people who talk about these protracted, like, multiple dates, multiple weeks, uh, only on the internet, or only standing ten feet apart, I don't quite buy it, like... But those stories have to be... I think initially, Those have to be pretty rare. I think most people who are trying to date right now, I, like, uh, some friends of mine I know, uh, Mm -hmm. you know... It ain't up jumping in the sack pretty quick. Mm. That's funny. Mm. Yeah. That's funny. Um, have you heard of the term breadcrumbing? No. Well, I can guess maybe what that is. Okay, take a guess, Cindy. Just like, I don't know, that sounds to me like kind of uh, flirting a little bit and trying to like let them know you're interested, leaving a little hint so that they like come in for the kill yeah well so bread basically it, it is um exactly what you explained cindy but breadcrumbing is a flirty way of getting your attention by not directly reacting out or reaching out um so they'll like like one of your posts or your pictures or watch your insta story and then like you know react with an emoji but never like really say anything but just kind of like you know dropping little breadcrumbs lurking mm. 
Yeah. yeah, right. Or stalking. Yeah. You know. yeah. I, call, I call it stalking. I don't <laughs> call it, like yeah. Stalking. Creeping. Yeah. yeah. That freaking creep. Um, would you or should you give a zombie a second chance? No. If you ghosted. <laughs> I mean, like if, of- if it's an ex, maybe. But if it's because they ghosted, like, sorry, you don't get any of my time now. What if desperate what if times, desperate measures. Yeah, what if their story for ghosting was really good? Because surely, surely they're going to explain, like, oh, sorry. I got the coronavirus, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and I was in the hospital for a month, so sorry I never texted you back. It'd have to be really believable. <laughs> but no, yeah. I feel like it's a hard no. Case-by-case case basis. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it depends. I, mean, I, would need more, depends I would need more on- information. Depends on how desperate you are, right? How yeah. desperate you are, too. You're like, well, nothing's going on right now. Why not? You know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, depends on a case by case. I I did. I would say I had a zombie hit me up, like, even before, right before the whole coronavirus, like, the stay-at-home order hit. I, I was... <sighs> I was frightened and was like, I'm no, and I'm not responding to the, it was just like, Hey, how are things going? And I'm like, no, not responding. F you. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even respond to F you. I was just like, Nope, not going to respond because I don't even want a conversation with this person. So yeah. Um, I was New number who this, <laughs> that's why I should have replied. Like, I'm sorry, you reached the wrong person. <laughs> Please delete this number. You should have sent them some kind of zombie meme. Yeah. No, I just didn't want inter- any interaction with this person. Like, that's yeah. how I was like, that's uh, smart. no. That's yeah. smart. Don't listen um, to me. What I, I, I went to, where was I? Oh, the other day I picked up sushi. So I, I called ahead. I placed an order for sushi. And then I went to pick it up. And I was like wondering and thinking, and this is why I'm bringing it up to you guys, because then I saw another an article about this. But um, do you pick, do you tip when you do takeout and you pick it up yourself? Do you tip? It pre- I, like I before before the coronavirus. So like, yes, did you or do you? Yes, I, I always have. Um, what percentage? Would, yeah. Standard twenty I mean, percent. I mean, if it was something small, like definitely 20%, but if it's like a hundred dollar meal and it's takeout, mm-hmm. like I'll probably still just give you five bucks or something, you know, like for takeout. But now with coronavirus, I'm pretty much giving 20%, maybe even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely tip more now because of coronavirus, but before that, I would definitely tip on takeout, but I wouldn't tip necessarily 20%. It might be 10%. It mm-hmm. might be. I don't know. I feel like I need to give them at least, you know, a few bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about how about you, Tom? Yeah, I, yeah, I still tip. I mean, there's still people doing their job or whatever, and it's yeah. nice if you can find out where that go. I actually went to uh, pick up some food from a place by my work, and they were quick to tell me that their business got a um, uh, government funding to help them in a small business in a small restaurant. And I guess there's a portion of that money that the government sets aside for paying employees, like a stipend to where they, it's like they know they can't work a full shift as a waitress or a bartender. Mm-hmm. So they actually get a little bump on that. But the person told me that um, that doesn't apply to credit 
card tips. So if you pay with your card and you want a tip on the card, the company keeps that. Where if you tip them in cash, they get to keep that. Or so something to do with the way that it's all worked Wait, what? out or whatever. The company's taking the credit card tip. Well, they can't take their tips. I don't think it's taking it, but it's something where it goes against their unemployment fade because now we have to get to that fade number that we're always looking. Jeff and I've been looking at where if you make too much, that? you lose the six hundred dollars the government's giving you extra. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah. If you're That's always that, don't get me started. Yeah, if you're getting that on a on a if you're writing that on a check slip that it goes against their fade or whatever, so you might as well just if you can just throw five or ten on the table and just let them pick it up for themselves. I've been struggling yeah, with. Uh, what? Sorry, I just said yeah, but who carries cash? Yeah. Well, I was about to say I've had a <laughs> I've had a wallet full of cash since this whole thing started, and uh, I feel bad giving it to people because yeah. like you know they people a lot of people don't want to take cash because they they can handle be, it, yeah. could be contaminated and you know I know my cash is probably fine it's been in my wallet for a month if anything was on it it's dead now but uh, yeah I, I'm <laughs> you know I've been hard for hard up for money lately and there's some days where it's like. I have to spend. I really can't use a card today. I need to use this cash. Uh, but uh, I feel bad giving it to people. So I'm always asking, uh, "Can I give you cash, or do you want a card?" And they're like, "Please give us a card." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay." Yeah, almost everywhere wants a card. Yeah. They're, yeah. Like, they're like, "We'll take the cash, but we'd really rather take the card." Yep. Isn't it funny how times have changed? Like everyone used to prefer cash, and then now we're on this like card basis because of the. Oh well, yeah, I mean, stuff. even pre-COVID, yeah. it's like I don't carry cash. Yeah. The only time I actually go and get cash out is when I go to the massage, you know, the full body foot massage place. All right. That's the only time I get cash out because, like, I know they prefer cash there. Right, right. Um, the, the article I saw was that bad tippers are running rampant during the, the pandemic um, for takeout delivery, meaning, like, people think that they're getting, you know, uh, kind of gypped on tips. And then I saw an article, it was saying that people were tipping 20 to 40%, uh, just because, you know, they know that, you know, someone cooked their meal and they're putting themselves at risk because they cooked their meal and then, um, and, and just being at the restaurant. And so like they'll tip 40% as opposed to like 20, but then other, you know, servers or, you know, at the takeout place were, were like, well, we're barely getting 10% sometimes and some people don't even tip. So um, I thought it was a norm to tip when you pick up takeout, right? When you're like, uh, but I just didn't know if there was like a standard number. Like we know if you eat at the restaurant, you normally do 20%, right? 20, right. 25%. Yeah. But then when you, when you order takeout and you pick it up yourself, is yep. it 10%? And that's, and I, I like just my rule is usually about 10%. Yep, but now, like I said, during the pandemic, I've been doing more, but I can, as a delivery driver, I was driving doing delivery for several weeks at the beginning of this lockdown. Mm-hmm. And there were definitely people who were very generous tippers. And then mm-hmm. there would be at least every night that I would work, there'd be a couple people who would just straight up not tip at all. I was going to say, did you spend have a, people? Yeah, they'd spend a lot. Tip. They'd spend a lot on food and I would get the food to them piping hot in like record time to the top of their high rise, super expensive condo in Belltown. And uh, I would follow all their no contact delivery instructions, and I'd be super nice, and then uh, zero dollar tip. 
Wow. Yeah. yeah. And that is, and you also mentioned that like when you get carry out or take out, do you tip? And yeah, I think if you're the end user, you're the one that's going to get the carry out. But you know, for every one of us that goes down to the restaurant to get carry out, there's five Uber drivers behind me that are picking up and they definitely are not tipping. Like the end user in a Uber Eats, for example, that tip goes to the driver. That's why they're tipping on the service mm-hmm. or whatever. So oh, yeah, yeah, when all the service yeah. people are going into that, they don't tip anything. They're just there to pay with the car. Oh, yeah, that's a good it. point. Yeah. That's yeah. a good point, Tom. I it's didn't huge. even think about that because like, so if you're getting Uber Eats or, you know, DoorDash or something like that, you're tipping the driver that drove it out to you. Yep. You're not tipping the cook or the, the people at the mm-hmm. restaurant. Yep. And I had friends. Yeah, bring that, that is up. a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I had friends bring that up even before all this happened several, you know, um, a year or better ago when they were the delivery service is really going crazy in Seattle and there's the Mexican place down the street from my work the people there like you know they have to take the order on the iPad they have to put it in the system they have to bag up all the food they have to do all their standard stuff they would be to other people but then the driver just shows up with the card I need this number here's my card and then they just pay in out the door and mm. so there's right. always a drag on them it's like well why would I want to help that driver when the next person in line could be a person who's going to actually tip me right yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. well because they're getting business that they wouldn't get otherwise Yes. Yeah. One way I've, one thing I noticed some restaurants doing is they would add something onto the menu. Uh, when the customer is ordering, mm-hmm. there's something on the menu. It's like, show some love to our kitchen. One dollar. I saw that. And, yeah. I've seen yeah, that. And they would, and a surcharge. I, yeah. Surcharge. So had, you're talking picked, about? Yeah. Well, not a surcharge. No, it's an optional. It's a, it's a thing you can order, you know, mm-hmm. you can add to your order and it's, it's, you're just giving, it's essentially just a tip. You're not getting anything for it. It's just money going straight mm-hmm. to the staff. I got you. All right. I don't know. But if- I, I've also seen like there's a surcharge. Uh, and I've seen people complain about that too. About like just uh, you go to a restaurant and you, even if you go pick up the food, there's an extra dollar because of the coronavirus, right? So Fine with me, yeah. I mean, yeah. whatever you got to do. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I definitely picked I up when I was delivering food for caviar. I definitely picked up several orders, and I you know I have to look and make sure I got all the items, and it would say pizza salad and then like five more things that were just like showing love to the kitchen i was like what's that oh wait it's just tips mm-hmm. those aren't actual food items yeah yep. yeah so that was cool to see people just throwing money at the restaurant because that's the only way through those apps to get money to the restaurant if you want right to them. right yeah i haven't been doing uh, i haven't I, and i said that before too like i haven't ordered out a lot this this sushi i was just i haven't had sushi in such a long time that i was like craving it so i was like oh let me go pick some up um but yeah that crossed me i was like how, do you, how much do you tip now on this like you know so it did it did cross my mind yep. yeah and then i know the rule is not 20 percent. it's it's like you give something because they are like that person still packing things up and whatever so i've always I've always been good. I mean, I was a waitress, a server, like from when I was 14 until I was like 24. Mm -hmm. Um, And like through nursing school. So like, I, I don't know. I'm, I always tip well, um, Mm -hmm. take out and in person. And it's funny you bring this up because I just been seeing this article like circulate in the last two days. The guy with the pizza place. Have you seen that article about the guy who's DoorDash was getting it wrong for his pizza place? Does that sound familiar at all? No, no. What is it? There's an article in this, this pizza place owner. I guess he doesn't want to do services at all, but people from DoorDash have been coming into his restaurant. And it turns out on Google, it says that he does DoorDash, even though he doesn't because DoorDash scraped all the data from his website and was selling the pizzas and having people come in. But they actually did it wrong. So he sells a $24 large pizza that's like got all the toppings. 
but uh-huh. he sells a cheese pizza that's sixteen dollars. And DoorDash skimmed off all the data and said that that big one with all the toppings was sixteen dollars. So a customer orders uh-huh. the pizza on DoorDash, pays sixteen dollars to DoorDash, and then DoorDash has to then pay twenty four dollars to the guy who owns it. So DoorDash took a huge loss every time uh, somebody orders that. Where pizza. was this? Seattle? East East Coast, I believe. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. okay, all um, right. But nevertheless, so the owner found out about it, and a friend of his, and started talking, and they were like, you know. Fuck these DoorDash guys. Let's see what we can do with this or whatever. So he started ordering his own large pizzas, paying $16 a piece for them, not putting any toppings on it at all, just putting dry bread in a box, getting it delivered to himself or whatever. So it cost him overhead nothing because he wasn't putting yeah. any toppings on it. And yet DoorDash is paying the full price, $24 oh, per pizza. I love this guy. And he just like yeah. it over and over and over he's again. Scamming, yeah. He's scamming DoorDash, right? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> so that that article's awesome. been circulated. I'd be curious if I know if it is true or not, but it's, I've seen it on a couple of articles different people yeah. posting it yeah oh that's funny yeah it's pretty oh wild. man um yeah so i don't know i mean it's been crazy times for sure uh but um i think that and i was asking i asked people also like have you been trying to stick to a schedule have you been sticking to a workout routine and all this and honestly i just want this all to be i want a haircut damn it i want a damn haircut <laughs> I had Cindy volunteer to cut my hair. Um, she's like, um, she's like, I'll, uh, she's like, I'll cut it for you. And I'm like, uh, no, I, I think I, no, <laughs> no. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't let me do it either, but you know, yeah. just put a bowl on my head and just cut around, you know, Tom yeah. gave himself a haircut. Yeah. yeah Jeff, uh, lend me his scissors or his clippers. And I did it in the bathroom the other day. Just like, yeah, did short on the sides. No, he was, we were talking about it. We did not do video. Uh, yeah. oh, I didn't want to make epic. him all self-conscious. Yeah. But yeah, I just did short on the side, just up the back or whatever around yeah, the sides yeah. and left a little long on top and then a little bit of scissor trim. And I wear a hat at work anyway, so I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't tell. And you, yeah. And you have your mask. So, yes. but my hair has gotten so, so long. I just need to trim and like for it. So I, I keep checking my emails to see if this, oh, there's a salon I go to, um, a salon got this hairdresser I've gone to like two times. So I'm like desperate. I'm like, please, please just, they're supposed to send out an email when salons are reopening. And so I was like, I just want to book, book a hair, hair appointment already. And my friend Alicia, who lives in Rhode Island, my hairdresser, right? Um, she obviously, I think she, um, salons there are planning to open in June if things, you know, work out, fingers crossed. And so she's like, you know, I told her, I was like, I'm buying a ticket so you could just, so I can see you so you can cut my hair. <laughs> cut in color, please. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. But, um, any, any, any good news for anybody? Anybody got any updates? Not too much. Uh, work. I've been led to our retail store open. We got two weeks under the belt so far and just we're doing curbside mm-hmm. pickups. So people call in, which is strange because I, you know, people want guitar strings or picks or drumsticks. That seems pretty easy, but we actually have people buying multi-thousand dollar guitars, drum, full drum kits, and they're coming over and it's a little bit of a hassle to have to run back in the store. Oh, let me go get this color. Let me go get this size. You have to run in and run back out with it and like show it to them and you, yeah. you wait. So customers are not allowed into the store. They are not right now. No, okay. we're trying to. So keep then, like, you go get the stuff and then bring it outside. Yes. Yeah. Bring oh, it to wow. the, the front door. We have some tables set up where they can't cross the yeah. barrier. Well, I, I've noticed that a lot of Starbucks have it too. So you pre-order your drink and like, and you, before you used to like be able to walk into the store and then go grab your drink, but now they have like tables set up in the front. You could only walk up to that table, you know, and grab, you know, grab your drink and they hand it to you in a mug. 
Yeah. And you grab your, take your drink out of it wow. and then leave. But I was like, this is kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I almost took the mug the other day on the drive through. By the mistake. I went to. Yeah. Well, because I, all the drive through places I've gone to have not tried to give me a mug, a mug on the handoff. They just handed yeah. it to me. And, and so like the guy, and I was like, Oh, cool. And I like grabbed the mug. He's like, no, you take it. And I was like, Oh, sorry, dude. I just put my hand on you and the mug. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's what I thought. Was, like, it's okay. That's what I thought was crazy is because there's not really any rules. I mean, hard, fast rules for everybody to follow, and everybody kind of plays it fast and loose if they want to. So, I'll have one customer come up to the tables who will have the mask, have the gloves on, and they want to stay like ten feet away from me, and they're like talking from a distance. And it comes time to like, oh, here's my credit card. They don't even want me. To, they want to lay it on the table and then walk back and then have me go up. So people are taking it that crazy. Then you have other people, even some older people who still come in, no mask, no gloves, like. You know, reaching for the handshake sometimes. I'm like, no, this is not what, what we do anymore. Like, you mm-hmm. don't understand. And why yeah. can't I come in the store? I don't believe and- in the gloves, though, to be honest. Yes. I, people, people are wearing the gloves. They're touching everything. Yes. They're touching their face. They're touching their mouth. They're touching, like, like I do not feel secure with people wearing gloves. Yeah. And uh, you just need to wash your hands more frequently and then also have hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like the gloves because they just, the gloves keep me from touching my face. Like, I need, if I don't have that reminder uh, that yeah that annoying plastic reminder on my hands or on my face then i you know i'll touch myself but uh, yeah you're right they don't keep you from having contaminated hands right like each their own but i don't feel safe next to you with you wearing gloves like you Mm. touched whatever and you could be like come over and touch me you know like it's no, I mean, we still shouldn't touch each other i touch the card and i touch the card like yeah no it doesn't protect other people right right it doesn't protect Mm. other people it just Keeps reminds me not to touch my face with my infected gloves, my infected glovey fingers. Well, it's hmm. good that it reminds you because I've seen people like using the gloves out in public, getting in the car with the gloves on, like eating food in the car with the gloves on when yeah, driving. Weird. And it's like, yeah, good job. Like you just infected yourself. Well, it, mm-hmm. it'd be nice if we had had some kind of uh, coherent leadership where they explained to everybody how glove protocol works and mask protocol works. And here's how to do it right and how to do it wrong. Uh, well, I just can't get over people that are driving with their mask on. <laughs> I like look over. I'm like, why do they have their car? They're driving, and you still have your mask I on. I do it like, sometimes. You take, like, take I, it if you have multiple deliveries and right. you're, you're stepping in and out, okay. But if you're like going for a drive or something, and you're like, you don't need to have the mask on the whole time, right? I, I mean, when I just get in my car to leave my house, I don't have a mask on. But then, if when I get to you know whatever the store, public, the grocery yeah, store, I, then I put it on. And then I'm so used to it that when I get back in my car, I forget to take it off. And then I see myself in the mirror. I'm like, oh, I could take that off, I guess. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I, feel, I, I definitely feel because I have the mask. I'm like, I can't breathe as much as well as I normally do. So then obviously I take off the mask when I get in the car. But Tom, how has it how does it feel to be back working? I mean, I know you're doing what is it five hours a day? Yeah. And I'm there earlier. I'm doing two or three hours additionally because um, we're doing everything as much as we can. People can call in for orders and email for orders. So mm-hmm. we get the email from somebody being like, I've never played guitar before, but now's the time to, to pick it up. Uh, where should I start? And I'm like, oh my gosh. So then I've got to be there early so I can get three or four different items, take pictures of every single item to email them, fill in the data, you know, mm-hmm. answer 15, 20, 30 emails before we open the doors because then I'm going to be busy helping customers that are coming up. So mm-hmm. uh, it has been extremely busy and we're trying to do it all with just two people um mm-hmm. so uh, but I, i've been told we're going to get help on the backside a little bit our boss is recognizing that that mm-hmm. we stepped up and are helping out which has been fun 
Yeah, but nevertheless, it's still sort of stressful, right? Yes. Adjusting to. I mean, I know I get stressed out with just any change. You, yeah. you switch something on me, I'm like, eh. <laughs> like, yeah. you but know, we're trying uh, to step up into it because, like we've kind of talked about, there, this may be a new reality for a very long time. Like, right, and even right. when it opens up a little more, maybe we can have people back in the store, or we have to do the Best Buy thing where it's by appointment only. You have to mm-hmm. be here at this time, and then you we escort you in, then you get to check things out or whatever. And so, right. I don't know for sure if it's going to be ever like they're going to turn a key on a Friday and be like. All right, back to normal. Here we go. So. Yeah, no, I don't see it. Like, I mean, it's when when we are finally able to go to the the store and restaurants and all that. I don't see it being like, oh, hey, we're gonna flip the switch and everything is gonna be back to normal. Like, there is not gonna be a. Yep. This is the new normal, right? Yep. I, I don't one. think it's the new normal. No, I'm just saying, like, it's not gonna it's not gonna be back to the old. And not in an instant. Not in an right. Instant. Not in an instant. But I think right. you know, fast forward a year or so from now, like things will end up going back to the, to how they were like, it'd be great if people held on to a lot of like the new, uh, reality of like how to stay cleaner and how to like be better at distancing and not going to work when you're coughing or sick Mm -hmm. and like implementing more of that Mm -hmm. would be great. But like, I don't know. I think Mm -hmm. eventually things will fall back into how they were. Hey guys, say cheese. I'm gonna take a picture so this could be. Ooh, wait. All right, everybody, look very happy. I feel like I'm taking a bathroom selfie. <laughs> that's right. what it feels like. We when we, when we used to go out and then you would take a selfie in the bathroom. That's what it feels like. A bathroom <laughs> wait, selfie. Bathroom selfie is a thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We always post a bathroom selfie. Yeah. In the mirror. Yeah. Yes. When she, yeah, when oh, she, in yeah, the reflection. Out. Yeah, yeah okay. bathroom yeah, selfie. Knows. You're right. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a pro at it. Not a toilet selfie. Huh. We've been talking about ordering food, but Tom, you brought up a, a good point. Oh, yeah. I just had mentioned uh, in, in Seattle, at least, and I heard they had passed it. It really didn't dawn in my head how it worked. But, yeah, there are places where if you're going to do pick up food, like a sandwich or a pizza, that they can now offer you a drink to go. And I think it started out with, like, growlers. They were allowed to do growlers. or They could sell you a bottle of wine straight off the back counter or whatever. But I've heard they even can do cocktails and stuff, too. So if you need a mixed drink, they'll just gotta have a little to-go cup. And mm-hmm. I don't think it's like that. I've gone to places <laughs> where it's, you buy a cocktail kit. Yeah. You take it home and you make it yourself, okay. but you buy like the bottle yeah. of alcohol, the wine, like that so was the, that. yeah, that was definitely the old rules, but there are new rules as of a few couple weeks ago where they can actually give you a cocktail ready to drink, but they have to serve it to you in a container that you can't drink while you, until you get home. Supposedly. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. And so wait, um, you have done this time you said? Oh, yeah. Yep, and definitely. so where did you where did you order it from and what was the cocktail? So yeah, it's just a place by where I work or whatever and I know the people there and yeah, they just they they poured me a beer. I didn't expect it. They gave me a beer and a soup thing or whatever and it's just like they got their little logo what? on it. Wait, like, the oh. styrofoam soup? No, it's thing? like a paper the paper soup cup bowl thing or uh, whatever. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, so I'm like drinking my soup and having my burrito and yeah, it's like, "Oh, that's that's pretty wacky." Oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah, people were talking about how yeah, they can, they'll go there and get your Moscow mule and you can get anything and just yeah, I think that if I were to order a cocktail, it would be something like it would be something I normally probably wouldn't drink, but I normally drink like vodka soda, so I can make that at home. Yeah, you know? I have absolutely zero. Uh, it's I don't know zero desire to get a cocktail to go. Like yeah. the only reason I want a cocktail is because I want to be there in that place with the people who are there, and I want to enjoy it there. 
Like, unless, yeah. for example, let's say you guys all decide, or you know, we go to Alki Beach to sit out there, have a picnic, or whatever, and like there is Cactus, the restaurant, right? And I don't know if they're doing to go drinks, but you're like, you walk up to their, you know, to them that and say, cool. "Hey, I want a margarita," and then you're able to walk it over to the beach and then have it at the beach, yeah. sitting down with us. That I could picture working, mm-hmm. but like, I mean, normally, if I know I'm going to go to the beach or going to be like, you know, I'll bring I'll some go, beers and I bring my own stuff, right? So yeah, yeah. Um, Bot Bar B A dash B A R. They have like three locations, but the like. I think they're all offering this, but uh, the one in UW, like if you come and pick up your order, if you call it in and then you pick it up, you get 20% off of your order. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like we've actually been doing that after work sometimes and we'll like all order and then get a cocktail kit and that's come with like a little bottle of vodka, some limes and like ginger beers and then instructions and they have like another cocktail kit that's like mm-hmm. a little more than just cutting limes and whatever and it includes like having to like shake it up and use a strainer and some herbs but they like give you all the ingredients and the like instructions on how to do it and i think Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool yeah that's very cool when i was delivering for caviar um there were there were some places that had bars that obviously their bars were closed but they were uh, they set up big displays of booze you could just buy by the bottle you could buy Mm -hmm. all their beer all their wine the prices were good. Like the prices yeah. were better than the best price I'd ever seen in a in a store. Mm. And so I did that a few times. I'd like be there to pick up a pizza to deliver to somebody, and then I like buy a twelve pack of White Claw or something. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Yep. Mm. I, and have, I think these cocktail kits have been fun. Mm. Yep. Friends of mine have been talking about some of the breweries in town that have never offered particular beers, like because they're always on tap only, are now going to do special runs of bottles and cans of those particular. I think Manny's was the most recent one I've heard. It's um, never been in a can. Yeah, and I guess they're going to do it now. I guess so. It's, awesome. I've heard rumors that they're doing that kind of thing. I don't want to look into it, but everybody's just trying, man, trying to trying to do. Well, something. you got to stay moving. stay afloat, right? Yeah. yeah, stay afloat for sure. Yeah. Um, I saw. So uh, I know that Tom, you like cooking, and there everyone's been. Um, you do more cooking than baking, but like there was the whole banana bread, and then there was sourdough, uh, and then I saw. Wait, I these saw are this. Baking crazes. Everybody's doing yep. banana bread sourdough. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and not everybody, because obviously you're not doing it, Jeff. I, mean, I didn't know that was a mind. thing. Why? Why those in particular? <laughs> banana bread is so tasty. Why not? Yeah. I think <laughs> I love it. Sourdough takes time. Yep. Which yeah. people have more of now. And right. you have to, and the sourdough, especially because it's like um, you have to get that cold that yeast. You have to like culture it and kind of grow it and keep it alive. And there's some sourdoughs that have been going for. You know, years and years and years, because you only use a little bit of it, and then you let it kind of sit in its bowl and ferment, and mm. then you make another batch and use a little bit more of it. But it's just like your living, breathing thing. It's a it's a pretty big in depth thing, and yeah, that's are you gonna make it? Make no, it? No, no. I had heard that some of the grocery stores actually ran out of yeast when they ran out of flour. Like a couple of weeks yeah. ago, there was like a big push for that. Yeah, there. Was, yeah. When I worked at QFC, there was no f- no flour, no yeast for like six straight weeks. Yep. Yeah, that's crazy. I guess the new cooking trend though is um, pancake cereal. Have you heard of this? Okay, I have not. So but. basically, people are making pancake pancakes, but they they'll make like small, little size. Okay, uh, and yes. then they'll make it um, and let it. I don't know if they'll let it harden or not. I haven't seen really the full recipe for it, but basically, you use the same ingredients that you would use for pancakes, but you make them like coin size, and then you put them in a bowl and it's pancake and put some syrup on there too, and with milk. Yeah, 
That's I don't know. I, don't, I think I would try it. I would definitely try it. Heck yeah. Uh, if I was going to eat something that ridiculous and bad for me, I would just buy a box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah, right? That I love, shit is I so good. Yeah, I, uh, I know. I yeah. can't have that now. Yep. I've always been more of a waffle person than a pancake person. So yeah. I prefer like waffles with stuff on top and then add some nuts in there. Pancakes to me are just kind of like, meh. They're like... Okay, done. Yeah, no, like no, they're all exciting to... for like they're all exciting at first, and you have like five bites. You're like, this is great, and then you're like, oh, yeah, right. you're like, damn it, I just ruined all my calories for the day. <laughs> yeah, they have a they're they're really enjoyable for this very small window when they're really hot, and you've just put the butter on them and the syrup, and then yeah. as soon as they cool off and they get soggy, they're done. I will say there was this place in New Hampshire, and it was a um some ski resort. I forgot the name of it, but whoever owned that restaurant was from Rhode Island and they had the best peanut butter and chips pancakes, man. It's like you would go there just for that. It was perfect. Um, and then if you wanted, you could add some jelly on top. Oh, it was, it was, those were amazing. Okay, so yes, I would have a different thing. Right. So that's different, but man, dude, those pancakes were awesome. Yeah. Oh, they were so good. Yeah. So have you had a have you have you had a waffle that has bacon in the batter? No. So mm. good. I like waffles. Sure okay, so that. to me, the waffle has so to be a little hard, like to, like hardened, right? A little, a little hard. crispy. Yeah, crispy. That's it. Yeah, a little hard. I've seen those. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I like to cut up bananas like into little slices, put it on top, throw a little walnuts, a little cinnamon, and then the mm. maple syrup on top. You can tell we're hungry right now, guys. <laughs> uh, I'm there starving. Has, there has been a lot of those food trends going around. You mentioned the sourdough and you mentioned the banana bread. I think, Cindy, didn't you make the uh, the whipped coffee topping? Yeah, stuff? down yeah. going yeah, coffee. I, I saw that kind so of going good. around. Yeah. Oh, I did see that. What's that about? It's um, equal parts instant coffee, sugar. When I made it, I was using like sugar substitute, like stevia, but... Equal parts sugar, instant coffee, and hot, boiling hot water. Like two tablespoons, two tablespoons, two tablespoons. And then you like whip it with like an electric mixer. Whip it good. And it like it turns into like a caramel colored broth, like thick. And so then you put like your milk of choice on ice. I was using macadamia nut milk with like a splash of heavy whipping cream. This and sounds then, decadent as hell. Oh yeah, it's not, it, it looks delicious. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Wait, how are you whipping it? How did you whip it? Or I have a handheld. She's whipping oh, it good. Yeah, yeah. I whip it good. Mm, I have yeah. a handheld uh, whipper too. So yeah. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> so maybe I should try that. <laughs> yeah, that kind of whipper. Yep. And I've seen uh, where um, famous restaurants and like been seeing the Disneyland, the parks have been releasing their recipes that they have for like the specific yeah. types of things. And I saw one the other day. I, funnel cake? Yeah. I saw one the other day that I didn't get it forward to you, but some, I don't remember if it was Dunkin' Donuts or somebody like released one of their donut recipes like, oh yeah, if you're going to make our traditional donuts at home, here's how you do it. And I was like, oh, I should forward that to Dee. Oh, sure we she, should totally do uh, that. Duh. You better find that article. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was it? It was some restaurant. Hold on. I'm trying to like look. Do you, have you had a donut since we've been locked down? No, you know what I had? How? Are you, how? I had wow. red velvet cake. Listen to this. Because when I go in, I go in. I had like, it's been a while. So I haven't had a donut though. Um, so I, I bought red velvet cake from QFC, right? So whatever. Mm. They have, they sell it by the slice. Some of them do, not all of them do. I was Medi- very disappointed. Mediocre. Well, yeah, I was very disappointed because I went to a QFC, a smaller one by me, and I was like, 
damn it, they don't sell the red velvet cake. My slice is here. Anyhow, then I bought some ice cream. I forgot what it was. Um, but I, I t- took the cake, the slice, put some ice cream on top. Oh, <laughs> hit the spot, man. <laughs> hit the <Nice>. spot. <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, I haven't had, I haven't had Tapa. I haven't had even, um, Mighty O's because Mighty O's been open. Um, the one in Green Lake and I, yeah. you know, um, but I haven't. Now, I haven't had the craving for it. Although the other day when I went to the store to go get the red velvet cake, I was going with the intention of getting an apple fritter. But then I got sidetracked with the red velvet cake. Interesting. Who yeah. are you? Why? I like red velvet cake. Yeah, velvet. but I don't know. You 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 turned down a, an apple fritter for red velvet cake? Yeah. Yeah, because then it's I was also craving ice cream. I was craving ice cream and I thought that combo is better than the apple fritter with ice cream. Okay. Although that's probably not a bad idea. Not I bet an apple fritter with ice cream sounds really fucking Yeah, different. right now I'm thinking about it. I was like, hmm, maybe I'll have that this weekend. Especially if you heat that fritter up a little bit. That yeah. Actually, I'm on day two of keto. Okay. <laughs> so but you're going to say day two good. of the donut diet, donut only diet. No, but I'm like, I've got like a gluten-free waffle in the freezer but i can't eat it because it's carby even though it's gluten-free mm. um so yeah as we're talking about all this delicious food i'm like what can i eat do but, you need to um, get that out of your house for your own safety probably if you want them <laughs> sounds good <laughs> they're delicious actually um i found it it was shake shack posted up a video tutorial on its twitter and facebook that gave a step-by-step instruction on how to make their cheese sauce okay yes yeah, but I've never been to Shake Shack, so I don't know. Is the is the cheese sauce to, to right dip now. your fries? Uh, yeah, I think it's for the fries. Yeah. Um. So I, you know, I've never been, and so I was like, "Ooh, cheese yep. sauce." Oh, never had it, so I don't know if it's any good. Shake Shack's good. You should go get yeah. some. Where is the They've Shake Shack? Bad I think it's right downtown. Now. Downtown, like Shake Shack here? Yeah. There is. Yep. I haven't been that there either. Is that the only location? Uh, there's only, I, I don't know, there's at least one that might be it. Why is Shake Shack getting bad press, Cindy? Because they took, like, like the government, like... Oh, uh, the stimulus? Stimulus yeah. that's yeah. meant for, like, small businesses. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they're not. Um, Didn't they end up then, giving it back, though? They did, yes. They did, but, like, they still piss a lot of people off because they're like, yeah. oh, you like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't get too far, too into that, but I either way, Westlake. Um, it doesn't a lot of people are very unhappy with them right now. Well, wasn't there a sports team that did the same thing? The uh, uh, NBA? Lakers, I believe. Lakers, right? I think and then a they couple. gave it back. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, the Shake Shack is on Westlake. You're correct. Yeah. It closes at 10, by the way, guys. You, you guys hey. want to meet up at Shake Shack? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Burger, fries, uh, shake, order. Oh, man. I really can't wait to hug you guys all and, like, actually have. I, I will eat pizza with you. We got to order the. Um, uh, Hawaiian pizza. <laughs> yeah. Now that I'm extremely <laughs> I hungry. I, I want Hawaiian pizza. pizza. <laughs> we get you good. Oh, cheese you, off of it. Wait. Oh, yeah. You can't have that. Yeah. Yeah. Why are we having pizza? <laughs> I don't know. Because we've been promising and we talk about it all the time on this podcast. You just got a lot of cravings that need to be we satisfied. We talk about pizza? <laughs> I'm just really hungry. No, we talk about food. And we t- right. we've talked about pizza. Like next. Oh, we got to get together. Remember we were asking about toppings on pizza. Yep. I think it was. Thin, or what, what, thin crust, combo. first deep dish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'll have a salad. Oh, Cindy, you're, you're I'll have your slice breaking my heart here. <laughs> well, I can't have the pizza anyways because of the allergy. Oh, uh, I know. Yep. Unless you want to get me gluten free. Yeah, we have to get you yep. gluten free. Dude, 
Speaking of gluten-free pizza, Razzie's, you ever had the, yeah. their pizza? God, it's so good. Their gluten-free mm-hmm. crust, like, I I think I might prefer it to the to regular crust. It's so good. Mm. How is theirs? Is it is it thick? Or is it like the thinner? I would call it normal thickness. Um, and then it's like a little bit crispy and chewy at the edge. And like, it's delightful. I love it. Mm-hmm. I'll have to try it again sometime, but not right now. Yeah. All right. I love you guys, but I really have to. I have. Um, I brought some steak to to make, and I'm really hungry. And so I can't believe it's so late right now. <laughs> He's on the brain. A, He's got a date with a steak. Yeah. Yeah. Yum. It's nice and beefy. Don't wow. Okay. Enjoy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can eat um, a steak, Cindy. Okay, yeah, I can. I just don't have one. <laughs> uh, so, but I did have somebody make a rack of lamb the other day, and that was delicious. That's like the best I've eaten in I don't know how long. Mm, that sounds delicious. Wow. Yeah. Any food? Any food sounds great right Go now. Go back to that mm-hmm. guy's house. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think it was a guy? Maybe I cooked it for her. I just made that up. Not. Nuts. All right. Hey, guys. Um, thanks so much for tuning in to the Deanna Cruz Unfiltered Podcast. Hopefully you learned something from this, right? And if not, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to Deanna Cruz Unfiltered. Don't forget to leave a review or a five-star rating. Every review helps more people discover the show. And you can find my social media links right above. Follow me. Just at Deanna Cruz.